cut me off like this. This is not what's supposed to happen. Let me tell you something, man. This is not the way things work, okay? You say lights, and then I say camera, and jazz hands cinemagic together. Okay? <laughs> it's, uh, hey, I'm not moving too fast. You're just listening slow. So uh, there's some lyrics for you. Now let's roll that intro. Now, I'm going to do the intro dance. <laughs> intro dance, intro dance, let's do the intro dance. Intro dance, intro dance, let's do the intro dance. Let's do the intro dance. Let's do the intro dance. I, this this has to make it on YouTube at some point. Oh, yeah, it's going to. Right? Oh, yeah. All right. So we are back to another week of Cinemagic. What? Super excited. I am your host, as always, Jonathan Quantois, with my other co-host, the amazing, sunburnt, Rick Acevedo. So you had to bring up the sunburn because I'm sure I, it just, it, it amuses you. Um, it, it's all right. It, it amuses me too. It amuses me greatly. Uh, you know, for all of our listeners watching on video, uh, I, had, I had to address it immediately. <laughs> So when they're like, who's that tomato that you're talking to? They'll know exactly who I am. Uh, well, who you are. But, oh, I know. I'm sorry. I said, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to go that far. I was, trying to, I was trying to, no, I was trying to first mouth it like, like tomato. And then I tried to mouth it British, you know, in case we do have any British li listeners or viewers. And it's tomato. Um, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Oh, yes. Same thing. Tomato. <laughs> it's like saying but, Canadian bacon and ham for all those that follow us in Canada. You know, it, it's the same thing, but there's a difference, and that is the difference in which it is spoken. So yeah, no, I'm 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 massively sunburnt because um, funny story. Yesterday was very cold. All right, and I uh, went horseback riding as it is my tendency to do, and it was sunny, but it it didn't like. It didn't feel like a sunny day. It just felt like a like a cold, bitter winter, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I figured, hey, fantastic! I'll get, I'll put my jacket on, put my my boots and my jeans on, go riding. And I spent a long time outdoors because I didn't just go trail riding, but I also went, uh, you know, help train a horse and everything like that. It was it was a lot of fun. But. When I got home and I looked at myself in the mirror, I did not recognize the man that was staring back at me. <laughs> at first, I legitimately thought that I may have actually been living like a parallel universe type thing. But then when I realized that it was me uh, looking like a combination, you know, between a Kerber and a Killer Tomato... Uh, for those that don't know, I'm referring to the attack of the killer tomatoes. I <laughs> thought to myself, oh man, kill garage. Uh, this is bad. <laughs> so my face has been stinging all day, literally like the sun just came at me, bro. It just came at me and, um, it hurts. It hurts a lot. But for our listeners, don't worry. He is not sun poison. It is just a sunburnt. Uh, some good aloe vera uh, will help him right up. So, uh, yeah. Which, if Jonathan would have kept his aloe vera plants, um, you know, and and just been able to send them out, but he didn't, which is why I'm saying that he will not get vehicle Voltron, and that's another story for another day. Yes, I used to grow aloe vera plants uh, in my backyard that were left over from my mother. I know it's it's so sweet, it's so sweet story. Uh, <laughs> But Francis is like this. I always used to help people out, but I'm not there anymore. So he's out on his own. He can't get any home remedies. Uh, he's not good enough for it. So he, oh. he has to go. Oh, that's that's not. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. Speaking, I love you too, brother. Now I see you're wearing a very fancy jacket, and at first I thought that was the bowling league jacket, and then oh, I realized. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh yeah. That's not your bowling league jacket because you're not in a bowling league. Um, tell no, us a little I, bit about the jacket, please. All right. So for our topic today, what we're speaking about today, uh, <laughs> and originally we had something different, which is coming next week. 
But in honor of the Mortal Kombat trailer, we're talking about video game movies. So yay to all my gamers out there, people who aren't gamers. We're going to speak about video game movies. And everyone knows how much I like to dress up, especially our visual listeners. And so this time, I'm wearing from my favorite video game show. It's not a movie. It's a show. But Castlevania on Netflix, I'm wearing my a la carte uh, jacket and the undershirt. I'm not wearing a cross. I'm wearing my own little net piece. But... Uh, yes, which I've used in a costume before for Halloween. So I am nice. dressing as Alucard. Nice. That is my favorite video game series, period. But unfortunately, we're not talking about it today. <laughs> now, I had dress- if if your favorite video game series would have been Kirby, what would you have worn? If it was Kirby, uh, it Pink Blobsy. Yeah, Pink Blobsy, immediately. Nice. Yeah. And I, I would have been sucking the microphone just deep down my throat. Just as down as it could go. <laughs> I have to do some visual medium stuff. So. Oh, jeez, <laughs> man. <laughs> this is... So, um... <laughs> All right, podcast on. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> if anybody would like to see me dressed up in a uniform, uh, inhaling things, please donate to our non-existent Patreon. Exactly. We will have a Patreon <laughs> one day, though, but that depends on you. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and then and then we'll make that we'll make that a goal. Get me in a Kirby outfit. <laughs> yeah, I. That's already a goal anyway. <laughs> or either that or a Bulbasaur outfit is it? Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. No, Bul- Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Which is the best starter Pokemon of Gen One? Get at me, bro. Anybody, get at me. Bulbasaur, best. So, Bulba, Bulba, Bulbasaur. So yeah, I'm, I'm starting controversy right now. We're saying that Gen 1 Bulbasaur best starter. So <laughs> next, thing, next thing you're going to say is that Ash was a punk. I mean, he is. He is the worst Pokemon trainer that ever existed. <laughs> it's a forever league, man. Well, I mean, it, I guess he is, considering the fact that he was on a show for like 10 years where he never seems to get to Star City or whatever. Whatever the place is. Because like, and Ash's journey. It's been 10 years. Ash is well over 47 now. He should be worrying about things like getting a job, a house, maybe even a car. You know? Yeah. Ash keeps making the same mistakes over and over again as if he's never, you know, battled Pokemon before. Uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, these are weak to this? And he's like, no, duh. You learned that last week. Pika, uh, Pika. Ash, Ash is a very bad Pokemon, too. <laughs> but maybe we'll see a movie with Pikachu in it, since we're talking about Pikachu. Because <laughs> in this one, we're talking about our top five favorite uh, video, video game, game movies. Uh, movies. But before we get into that, like we always like to do, I want to ask you anything that you watched last week that you like to suggest to people or saw. Um, I did see uh, uh, The Little Things with Denzel Washington, which I do recommend it because of Denzel's, Denzel Washington's performance. I mean, it was outstanding. I, I like. There's really nothing that that guy can do wrong. And Rami Malek was pretty good in it too. I, the movie feels and really comes off as like a lengthy procedural. And yes. I'm gonna leave it like that. I really don't want to spoil the yeah. ending for anybody. It comes off as a lengthy procedural, so I wouldn't 100% say that it's one of the best. Denzel Washington movies ever. In fact, I would put it toward like the bottom of his list. Yes. But but I would still recommend it just on the basis of his performance along with Rami Malek, everything else. If you're looking for a great story, mm, I don't know that I would call it that. No. I, I would just... <laughs> I'm trying to be ambiguous about it without telling you all the parts that I hated. And I think you know what they are because I, I'm guessing that you pretty much felt the same thing since like the starting scene. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say yeah. about that. <laughs> really. That's it. That's it. So um, now as far as recommendations, strong recommendations, I'll just say um, if you have HBO Max, I'd really recommend that you watch a docu-series called The Lady and the Dale. I'm not gonna get too much into it now, but uh, just on the way that it was put together, the visuals alone were great. Um, and it's a very interesting story. It is a true story. So check it out. Check that out. And so myself, I saw White Tiger, which is on Netflix. Finally got to catch it out. I've been hearing a lot about it. Uh, and it's been on my list. So I finally watched it last week. 
very enjoyable. Uh, I think the ending's a little rushed or abrupt, and I think if it was a series or just another movie, something, it would really, really be great. But I, yeah, watch it, though. Uh, If you have Netflix, definitely watch White Tiger. It's definitely a good, good movie. Um, I've been watching, from that, Gangs of Caribbean and Cutthroat City, I feel like I've been watching people in poverty and gangs from different locations and countries, which has been very interesting this past week. Uh, couple that with all the video game movies I watched. It's been a very interesting week of movies. In case in case we ever want to, you know, change businesses, it's always good to know what's out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, White Tiger, definitely enjoyed it. I watched Gangs of Caribbean, which I think I had the same problem that I had with White Tiger towards the end. It just... And little things. They literally, they all do the same thing. They abruptly turn a corner and end in the last ten minutes, yeah. and I don't feel finished paying off their setup. Uh, but White Tiger is definitely a fun watch. So, do, do you idea. think? Um, just as a quick question, do you think that a lot of times they do those abrupt endings because they're covering the sort of subject matter that they're covering, and they feel like there's a feeling that okay, if we do an abrupt ending, yeah. it's just sort of going to give you the message of kids don't try this at home type thing sort of yes it seems like the in all of them the the human story kind of ends abruptly right and then yeah. that message like you said comes in and it does feel like we have to get into the after school special time like yeah <laughs> I, I kind of this is the thing and it, those organic endings i i don't really feel and it's funny because all three of those movies i don't feel the endings were organic they kind mm-hmm. of were just abrupt this is yeah just, just abrupt change yeah. and i know we're being vague because no, we're not spoiling them um, but in essence still still watch still watch them uh i think denzel is great in little things just so back at i think rami malik is good i don't want to talk about jared leto too much but <laughs> you know i know I, I okay so you okay so you poked that bear so i'm gonna say this here's how much i want to talk about jared leto not a goddamn thing ever I do not like Jared Leto or anything he does, and there's nothing special about him. I'm sorry. I know that that starts a lot of controversy. I'm just not a fan. Yeah, I mean, I already started the controversy. With Bob Rizor is the best Gen 1 starter. Again, get out of yeah, bros. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm saying it again. Uh, I'm sorry. I just, I don't like, I did not like his Joker. I, I, I guess I shouldn't say things about Jared Leto on a personal level because I don't know the guy, but I still just did not like his Joker. He might still be a great Morbius. I don't know. I hope so. But I did not like the the way that the Joker was portrayed that way. So that's all I'm going to say about that. It's a It was a crappy Joker. So, yes. So watch HBO Max, the name of the documentary, one more time, The Lady in the Dales. The Lady in the Dale. The Lady in the Dales and White Tiger on Netflix. Exactly. Uh, great recommendation. Uh, and so I don't know about you, Rick. Uh, are you a gamer? Do you like playing a lot of video games? I'm letting people um, I know. I like I, I was a heavy, heavy gamer as a kid growing up, and I'm talking about 8-bit days. Um, and, and I was... As I was growing up, because I'm 42 years old, I'm not afraid to say it. Um, you know, when I was growing up, I was one of the, I was one of those kids that had like the three systems. I had one TV with uh, where I could plug in the Atari 2600, <laughs> which was like the the kind of you know. I think I had a ColecoVision too, and I had I had uh, my Nintendo, my Sega, and then that progressed into Super Nintendo, which as then when I became a parent, it progressed into uh, the 64 and the GameCube and the PlayStation, stuff like that. I did not really evolve into gaming as like online gaming is, you know, with through your systems or what have you. But I still love games. So yes and no, basically. Yes and no. Not not a gamer in the, in the word, you know, in the traditional sense of the word now. But definitely a gamer is somebody who can who can keep up in a conversation and loves video games. I mean, up, up, left, down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> up, down, up, down, left, right. Up, left, down, left, up, right, down. Right. Yeah, exactly. A, B, start or B, A, start. Something like that. Yeah. For myself, I'm an avid gamer still. Growing up playing video games. From you know the original Nintendo uh, and playing some of my earliest memories of playing video games, <clears throat> being like five 
and playing Tetris on the Game Boy. Uh, very much. So Tetris is still a game I still love to play uh, to this day. Just picked up Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, which I play with my partner all the time. Uh, still a big fan. But I'm still a big gamer. I play games almost every day. So gaming's so in my quick life. Quick question for you about, about Tetris. Did you play mm -hmm. Spinach Tetris or did you play uh, Game Boy Color Tetris? I've played I played Game Boy Color Tetris, but I played the original Tetris. Oh, the so the big, the big spinach big, big screen game. game Boy. That's... Yeah. That's old school, man. That's <laughs> that's I was, great. I was obsessed with that game, and my brother had it. Uh, let me play with it, and I would just play Tetris until uh, the thing died. I just just played, just played. Love Tetris. It was a great puzzle uh, game. It's a great puzzle game. It still holds up to this day. Chester's effect and all the other things are so good. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I love it. So I'm a very avid gamer, and as you know, we're both avid film lovers. So uh, talking today about video game movies should be so. Great, because those are two things we both love and agree. But there is a stigma around video game movies. Uh, unfortunately, one that's been proven true more often than not, that they're not very good. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, they're terrible. Uh, they are. And I'm going to say that it's mostly due to one person, and I'm going to blame one person for this. Uh, Ula Bull, if you don't know, he does movies like um, the Dungeon Scene 12, uh, the uh, Dungeon Siege Tale. Uh, he did uh, Hitman. That... I think he did one of Hitman's Postal, Blood Rain. Uh, he did a lot of those type movies. Uh, Uwe Boll, a director out of, I think he's German, I believe. But he is known for making just terrible video game mm -hmm. movies. Terrible movies in general, but video games seem to be his love of choice of taking a video game movie and making it terrible. Um the first one of his. Have you ever seen a Uwe movie? I don't believe I have. Precisely I mean, because whenever, not... but whenever I read the reviews, it's because I'm really taken aback by. It's one thing if you have a mixed bag of reviews, but it's quite another if everyone universally agrees that something sucks. Mm -hmm. And that's when I'm like, yeah, you know, I can see it when I'm tending to my sunburns. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my first uh, Ubo movie I ever saw was Blood Rain. Uh, I was in college at the time. All my friends and I were super excited. We owned Blood Rain. I played the heck out of it, and I could not wait to see it. We drove an hour. Like, we all got up in one car and drove an hour just to see that movie. Uh, so we were super excited. This 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 game was for us. We This movie was for us, I should say. We all played the video games. We love video games. We love movies. We're a bunch of theater kids. We go down, drive an hour, uh, you know, Forget college studies, forget papers. We got to see a video game movie, Blood Rain. And oh boy, was it one of the worst movies any of us have ever seen. Uh, it was just so bad. Michelle Rodriguez is in it. Uh, and Who so I is love. Meatloaf. Meatloaf? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Meatloaf is in it. It's like, one of his most famous scenes of. <laughs> I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. Well, clearly he won't because he made that crappy movie. <laughs> <laughs> ben Kingsley's in it. I'm telling you that this is yes. This is people who you think are actors. People who be in bigger movies and are good, but uh, it's so the what worst. you're saying. What so what you're saying is the old adage of on paper with all the muscle that you have in terms of acting and name recognition, you have something that should be 100% fabulous. Yes. But instead, it's like 150% diarrhea-inducing. Yes. Got it. Yes, 100%. Blood Rain's also about a vampire character. I'm dressed as a vampire right now. Again, should be up my back. <laughs> should be right up there. Uh, it was terrible. So, uh, and that is kind of how most people think of all video game movies. Uh, but... You know, I, I think there's a lot of things that we could still love about video game movies, even with their general ter terribleness. Uh, so I, I, there's a lot that I really like. And this list that I, came, that I came up with and you came up with, I don't know about you, but it's a little hard for me to think of my top favorite five because I had even more. Well, I had even more. The, the reason why for me it was difficult is because I feel much like you. I feel that like every time that video game movies come out, 
you see you see the visuals you see everything that you need to see for the thing to just blow your mind and then all of a sudden it fails on delivery because you know video games were and, and i think that everyone really needs to understand that video games were about i i have a character that needs to get through seven or eight stages then 10 then 20 then 100 or whatever whatever the game was and as video games progressed you had a lot of that and yeah you know i i actually as as when when getting my my mfa in creative writing i did study and was asked to write what i would envision a video game to to be it's completely different than writing a film so you can't mm-hmm. take that source material and tap it and actually make it work as easily as you would a comic book or a book adaptation or anything like that. It Oddly enough, it worked when they were doing it in cartoons because, for example, when I was a kid, there was Pac-Man and, and his Pac family, Mrs. Pac-Man and Little Pac-Baby and the ghosts and stuff like that. And it was funny because it was, it was kind of a non-thinker. Same thing mm-hmm. with the Mario Brothers. Did you ever watch the Mario Brothers live show with Captain Lou Albano's oh, yeah. Mario? Of course. You know, and of they, course. And they would have like the 10-minute cartoon. You know, and that mm-hmm. was it. So, video games, for the most part, for a very long time, there was a limitation as to how can you make this story work? Because anybody that likes a video game would have to know you know it would would have the understanding that it's a limited story Mm -hmm. it's a limited story limited to the to the end and how you get there but most of the stages as i was a kid most of the stages were somewhat repetitive (laughs) repetitive you know if it was an action game you're fighting the whole time so it's i think that's part of the reason why it's so hard to create a video game movie and you know appease the people that love the video game and then those that want a story it's like you have to do this delicate balancing act and unfortunately um that balancing act is damn near impossible yeah and since video games are mostly about interactions between you and the game and building your own story it's always very hard to then take that where you've had unlimited possibilities to kind of build your own story and say yeah, but we're going to have to turn all of this aside to do this story. <laughs> yeah. And then that doesn't drive. It's weird because, again, a video game could be a 60 hour plus experience. And then you're like, okay, make it into an hour and 20 minute movie. Exactly. That's, that's, that's really hard. For, <laughs> that's a really hard thing to do. Uh, if you think about books to movie adaptations, if people are like, oh, man, that's so hard. Think about that for video games where they can be longer, more interaction. You could choose your own adventure. Uh, a lot of the times the characters are not even established characters. They may not even have a voice because you're putting that voice. And then all of a sudden the writer has to put all of that together and condense all that information into very much what is essentially an hour and 20 minutes, right? Uh, let's be Most of these big budget movies are around there. Uh, <laughs> video game, maybe two hours, but you got to do all that. And that becomes yeah. very difficult. It's a very hard process to do. So we understand why it's hard to make a good video game. We're there. We're there. We're there. And that's why I think that we're making this list because there's a lot of video game movies that you look at. I really love, uh, and I think this list may surprise some people. So before we even get to this list, I just want to say, again, we're basing these on movies that were based on video games, not movies that, like, have video games in them and stuff, right? Or attached to them, yeah. Yeah. So they have to, they're based on a video game. And, and two, Rick and I are older. So there are some newer movies that came out, some that I like or not, but that may not be on my list. Not because they're not good. They're just not made for more. Uh, so they're not really in my list, right? <laughs> not really, exactly. They're not, I'm not the audience, really, for some of these movies. They're aiming at children, and that is fine. And it doesn't discount their quality. So if yours is not your favorite movie is not on this list is not because we think it's trash uh it's not anything else this is just our opinion on what we liked in these movies and which ones are our favorite exactly and so we're, we're yeah and we're basically going to give both of ours i haven't heard rick's at all he hasn't heard mine no our top five no. we have no clue what each other's are so we may differ a lot we may be the same uh but i am going to argue every single point he makes uh, when it comes to why his movie is a bad choice and mine is better. So 
Uh, <laughs> and then and then I'm gonna be like, yeah, all video game movies are crap, guy. Your argument just fell flat. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's campy, people. You gotta look. You gotta be able to look at camp and say, yeah, I enjoyed it, but I know what I was watching too. That's the mm-hmm. that's the that's the big surprise there, man. It's like watching the old Batman series. It's just like pow. Text bubble. Love it. I still love it. <laughs> Come on now. All right. So since I'm a gentleman, I'm gonna start you off, Rick. What is your number five? Uh, top five. What is your number fifth? Right, the bottom. Your favorite fifth, five. Fifth. Am I saying that correctly? I feel it's like my, I'm what's your around. fifth favorite uh, film? <laughs> Video game film, right? Yeah. There okay. you go. Ask yourself. That's how are you going for? All right. My fifth favorite video game film is Super Mario Brothers. Now, there is a reason why I'm saying this. <laughs> Talk about camp, right? <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, you know, it has some flash. This was this was released in 1993. Okay, I was 14 years old when this came out. The film had some wonderful visual effects for the time. It had Bob Hoskins as Mario, which I thought was great because Bob Hoskins, being a British guy playing an Italian guy that's got Italian-American roots. (laughs) What a cornucopia of nationalities, man! Ho! And then it had John Leguizamo playing Luigi. And again, having like a New York Puerto Rican playing... No, not Puerto Rican. I think John Leguizamo's not Puerto Rican, is he? Well... uh, Yeah, I think he's Puerto Rican. I think, yeah. Um, and, you know, but having John Leguizamo do that part, playing Luigi, which was so different because Luigi and, 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 and Mario looked the exact same in the game. So having Luigi be the younger, sort of hipper, cooler guy, and then they go to this other world and King Copa's played by Dennis Hopper, right? And... Their weapons are clearly paint-sprayed Super Scope 6s, which had just come out in the market. I'd just gotten one that previous Christmas. That right there sold it for me. And I'm, nothing in that movie looked like the video game. So you know they were going for something very dark. And I mean, they fell short, but it was absolutely hilarious. I mean, the, I don't know, man. The, the film wasn't like the greatest thing you've ever seen. In fact, it wasn't even really good but it was so the campiness of it that factor that like really they're doing this even then that you know one of the favorite things that i've ever watched i mean dude i had had so many snow caps that day i bought like two boxes (laughs) of snow caps in the movie theater um also i had that was like one of the first dates i went on as a kid you know, when you're in middle school. Um, oh, yeah. So, so, yeah. So that film was absolutely on my top five because of that reason, you know. So, uh, first of all, John Leguizamo is Colombian, so I am sorry for saying he was Puerto Rican. He's oh, Colombian. Yeah. That is my favorite. Sorry, John. Okay, love so you, I, I love John Leguizamo so much. And two, that movie had more slime in it, Super Mario Brothers, than Ghostbusters 2. Uh- yes. <laughs> Yeah, and you know the subtext is like supposed to be crap because they're plumbers, you know. <laughs> so the, uh, Super Mario Brothers probably the first video game movie I ever saw. So uh, I'm with you. That probably was it. The, I think it was. It, I, I may be wrong on this because I think Double Dragon, all the other ones come out after it. I think Super Mario Brothers is like the first real video. Right, game. right. Yeah. Uh, and that's and that's honestly that movie is why Nintendo has not done another one since. Uh, <laughs> have they not though they did they did some after that i believe they... nope there wasn't a nintendo product as a movie until detective pikachu they literally have not released a movie on any of their characters well well, well of... then they they, they upped their game quite a bit on that one <laughs> <laughs> and we, i know Pik- I, I know uh it's game freak who owns uh 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 Pokemon, but it's kind of similar. So when we're talking yeah. about live action, Game yeah. Freak kind of has to do yeah. it. So, uh, 
I don't want all the fact checkers on the internet to be like, actually, Game Freak owns. Yes, we know. <laughs> Keep that information to yourself if it's useful to you. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Uh, we so, know. Uh, no, I, I love Super Mario Brothers, honestly. Uh, uh, it's bad. It's very campy bad. It's, it's, it's super bad. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> if you want to see a, a crazy 90s film of just i i don't know how to describe that film besides crazy definitely watch it though it's a fun good time but know what you're getting into mm. yeah bob hoskins john leguizamo they're real fun in it uh they're fun. They, they are they're, they're real fun yeah my, my number five um is and i don't know if you remember this movie or the video game that spawned it but the video game did have uh, you know, Luke Skywalker himself, Mark Hamill in it, Wing Commander. Now, the movie didn't have Mark Hamill, which I don't know why, but the video games did. But Wing Commander with Freddie Prince Jr. Oh. came out in 99 is my number five film. And most people are probably like, what is this film? What is that video game? What are you even talking about? Uh, I, <laughs> Do you remember uh, Wing Commander? Yeah, I remember Wing Commander coming out and me seeing, seeing the previous work because I never saw the film itself and seeing thinking to myself and i'm i i like freddie prince jr and i like this dad i thought they were you know good people and stuff but um i thought to myself what's freddie prince jr doing on the here when he's doing like rom-coms and stuff this doesn't make sense to me i don't buy it fire pilot fighting cat creatures in space what more do you need to make a hit movie right is that um is that like Laser Cats from Saturday Night Live? <laughs> it is not like Laser Cats. So uh, for those who don't know Wing Commander, and you play this in the game too, uh, you could kind of think of it like a non-utopian Star Trek. There you go. Humans, they're in the stars, right? They, they met these creatures uh, from a different federation. They're cat-like creatures. So instead of Klingons, they're cat-like creatures. That they're fighting for supremacy throughout the galaxy. As, right? as, this, gets, as this gets more traction, dude, and people look at this specific episode, you are going to piss off so many Star Trek fans by saying that. That's worse than asking, wait a minute, which, which scene of Star Wars does Kirk fight Darth Vader in? I'm doing it very simple. <laughs> I don't know. You're in space. They're teenagers. Okay, maybe starship troopers, but instead of bugs, cat creatures, less right. political satire. Uh -huh. less, a lot less political satire. This is, oh, I know. <laughs> Top Gun in space. How about that one? <laughs> I mean, I guess the soundtrack would make more more sense, you know, because take my breath away, you can't breathe in outer space. So, yeah, you, your breath would definitely be taken away with that. I, okay, so it's a mixture <laughs> between Top Gun and Hot Shots in space with cat creatures. How about that? <laughs> um, you know, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Matthew Litter's in it. Uh, Matthew Lillard's in it. Uh, if you know him, Shaggy, Scooby-Doo. Uh, in the live action Shaggy has been voicing him. I love Matthew Litter. He's also in Wing Commander. Yeah. Uh, it's it's incredibly campy as well. Came out in 99. But I, one, love the, the game series, but I also love space pilots. I love kids doing space pilots or young cadets. Uh, I love that too. And I love cats. And they're fighting cat creatures. And if that's not enough to convince you to watch this movie, I don't know what is. Uh, I, all my descriptions you know, to watch. I, 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 I want to watch it about 10% more than when I, when it first came out, and that, <laughs> that really only puts me at about a plus 10%. <laughs> and for those of you that understand math and there's like a hundred percent scale, I still got like 90 more to go. <laughs> but John, your, your, your love for it just gave me a plus 10% want to watch it. On a scale uh, from and, zero and, to a hundred, but you're getting there. <laughs> we should really do Patreon just so I can have a tier of a watch along of Wind Commander. I'm telling you, <laughs> it is such a great. Movie. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and so Hollywood, if you're listening, you can tap me. I will recreate Wind Commander for you. We can. We love remakes at Hollywood. I will remake Wind Commander right now. You'll never find someone more passionate than me about remaking Wind Commander the movie. I may be the only person. 
but Man, I'm well. Maybe uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and Matthew Lillard as well might like you to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll put everybody yeah, in it. Exactly. Yeah, I love Wing Commander. All right. All right. What's your number four? My number four film is near and dear to my heart because I played this video game and almost every incarnation of this video game like eighty-eight thousand times until I either puked or passed out. Uh, true story. And that would have to be Street Fighter, the one with Raul Julia and uh, John Claude Van Damme. Let me stop you for a second. That is exactly my number four. So we could just talk about. All right, this. We'll, just, we'll just we'll just freestyle on this. So what I like, first of all, I loved the video game. I thought the video game was really one of those first video games that you can remember that had an incredible look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's first it was interactive so if you brought friends home for like a slumber party or whatever you could you know play uh, street fighter for hours and drink coca-cola back when you didn't know that it would kill you and (laughs) eat pizza and that was the fun part of it and the characters were really well developed if you took the time to actually read the little booklets and stuff the characters were really well developed now Going further in that, although the movie itself was very cheesy and very corny, it was, you know, again, advanced for his time, fair, uh, a fair amount of interesting special effects. And I have a little bit of an interesting story regarding that. My stepfather was a very close friend of Raul Julia's. They grew up together. So when, when he got the part, he actually had, had uh, told my dad about it. And he's like, I think... It was funny to listen to this, these two like 50-some-odd-year-old men at the time talking about something that was like my thing. And I was a, a 14-year-old kid around that time. So listening to it was kind of cool. Then seeing it and saying, I know that guy. I know Mr. Bison. You know, I know Bison. Uh, that was also kind of a, of a cool deal. Now... The film itself is heavily overacted, and the and the and the plot line just with Guile talking about like you know it, having this is one thing. It's like John Claude Van Damme who couldn't do an American accent of any kind to save his life, be like a member of the American military and having an American flag tattoo in his arm. I was like, you know, come on now, and then that shot. That shot. That shot where he's just like flexes the arm and it's all American. I'm like, dude, Popeye's more American than you because he's like, he's here to understand. (laughs) You know, and so having that, all of that, you know, I I felt that they were like hitting too close to to the material, like the source material. And when they would do the fight scene shots and everything like that. Having Daslam, the Daslam, is it Daslam or Dalsim? I forget how to pronounce his name. Dalsim. Having the Dalsim character be a doctor who is kind of weak the majority of the time in the film, I felt was like not a good way to portray him. And then when Blanca comes out and you see that basically they just, the, the powder they gave him was like the makeup they gave him was all powder it seemed like and like a yeah. bad wig and he didn't have any muscles really i'm like couldn't couldn't they hire Lou Ferrigno or somebody to do that i mean he specializes in that like raw i'm blanca this is the whole story to me yeah it was it was bad but it was it was, it was a lot of fun it was a fun popcorn movie you know yeah i'm gonna say this um and I'm putting this out here. John Claude Van Damme as uh, as Guile is showing how multicultural America is and should be, even in its armed forces, which still takes people to this day from different countries and has them fight for America and help them gain American citizenship. Street Fighter was ahead of its time. JCVD <laughs> was ahead of its time. And I will fight for this movie. And Rod Julia gave a performance of literally a lifetime. He is. Just insanely good in that movie. He is. And anyone out here who he hasn't is. seen Street Fighter, it is campy. It, 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 the storyline doesn't hold up. But Raul Julia kills it. He kills it in that movie. Yeah. He has so much fun with it and the character and everything else. It's good enough to watch for him alone. Period. For yeah. him alone, usually. Yeah, for, for him alone, he was the best part of that movie. 
and, yeah. and the muscle flex from, from JCB. And, 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 the, and, the, <laughs> and the muscle the, flex. The, the flag, the flag muscle flex. And, and the best line in the movie, a bison. This is Guy, the Repo Man, here to collect your ass. <laughs> I, love, I love it. It's it's so good. It is campy. Uh, and, and, it's so fun. It's just so much fun. It really yeah, is. It it's is, a, it is. a fun movie. Raul Julia is so much fun in it. And I think that's why it's on both of our lists. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why. It, yeah. It's, it is. And, and, it's, and these first two that I think we gave are campy for you know, other reasons. We have a lot of love for it. Street Fighter is better, I would say, than Wing Commander and Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Hands down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that they definitely, they definitely did a better job. I don't know, releasing something. And Street Fighter only came out about a year after Super Mario Brothers, I believe. Street 94. Fighter came out in 94, right? Yep, um, 94. So, seeing the sort of progression was kind of a nice change of pace. At least from what, what I'd seen with Mario the year before. Well, all right. All right, no, true. Sure. All right, so since we both agree, go and see Street Fighter, both on number four. It made both of our lists. So if you haven't seen it, yeah. see it. Right. Uh, well, let's go to our number three. What's your number three? All right, so for my number threes, I got I got a tie because I couldn't leave these two out. You know, there's 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 such a thing as an honorable mention, but I couldn't leave these two out. Uh, first one being Double Dragon, the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Double Dragon, all What's I can remember. Honor? With Elisa Milano, which that's good enough reason to see any movie. You can just put it on, you know, on mute and see that beautiful, beautiful Elisa Milano just do her thing. Now, what I loved about um, Double Dragon is it has such a comedic nature to it. Because, you know, the, the game itself is... You know, characters like a Bobo and stuff like that are real serious, like, real heavy dudes. And in Double Dragon, you don't have that. And it's almost like they're trying to be kind of like dystopian party type future. But it, is, it isn't. It doesn't come off that way. It's almost like like an early version of Tank Girl. You yeah. Know? And mm-hmm. I love that about Double Dragon. Um, that was, it was very comedic. Because I can't see Scott Wolf. I can't see Scott Wolf as someone that I that that I would be like, oh man, I'm afraid of this fighting this guy. Like, not really, Scott Wolf. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't see you as, as somebody that I would fear per se. Um, and then my second pick for number three goes. It's a callback. This was actually released in the same year as Street Fighter. I'm talking about Street Fighter Two, the animated movie. The oh, one great. that, if you have not seen it, that is by far one of the greatest, in terms of detail of how everything was drawn and how the story was actually laid out in, in close to source material and everything, uh, Street Fighter to the animated movie is something that you should make an effort to watch. Yeah, you know. that didn't get a big blockbuster release, but it's great. It is a great Street yeah. Fighter movie. It, it is, I would say, out of everything that's ever been done with Street Fighter, it's definitely the best thing that's ever been done with Street Fighter. And I'm like, just look at the amount of detail that's there with everything and how it's drawn and how the characters are laid out and how they interact together. And it's just an amazing, amazing film. But it is. So I, I agree with you. I didn't go with that one because it wasn't a big budget release or else I... My list would be very different. Uh, <laughs> so try to stick with what was in theaters. Right. Uh, so you snuck that one in there. Stop using cheat codes, man. Uh, this is your life. <laughs> no, hey, that made that made like I think it was seventeen or eighteen million dollars in the box office. It just wasn't. It was international. It wasn't in the United States. That's yeah, it wasn't here. Yeah. It made it, uh, but it got huge ratings on. I, I believe it was Showtime, either Showtime or Cinemax, and possibly HBO. So let me just say about Double Dragon, watched it, loved it, thought about it, but that plot makes no sense. No. Uh, the characters on it are so bad. And the set designs are not as good as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, which they were trying to ape at times, yeah. but they did really bad. No, yeah. They just... Uh, so... <laughs> 
Not to hate on Double Dragon. No, you're just hitting. You're you're hitting on a Bobo, man. A Bobo got some serious screen time, bro. Yeah. Well, see, because it's not as good as my number three, What's which up? is, and I gotta get my main man in here, Rampage with The Rock that just came out in 2018. So this is when we start getting into newer films over here. Oh. Uh, oh. I gotta get that in there. It is a video game movie, science fiction, rocking a monkey, monkey gets giant, fights a crocodile, go and see that movie. That's it, done. That's all I gotta say about it. I I can't I can't argue that point because honestly, I love Rampage. <laughs> I thought Rampage was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love Rampage. If you haven't seen it, literally rock, giant monkey, fights a giant crocodile. I don't know what else I need to give you. That just seems like enough. <laughs> that that does seem like enough. It is enough. It, it is. <laughs> and it's made off of a fighting game where the premise is giant fighting animals. So, you know, they, they, they did their best. <laughs> right. And so, uh, <laughs> with that, I think we're done with that. Let's go to our number twos. What's your number two? All right. This was a hard call to make, but I'll explain in, in, a, in a moment why I made it. Um, because it's from an app. So, oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'm gonna hate oh, yeah. you for this one. I know, I know what it is, and I'm ready to hate you. I'm about to walk off. I'm <laughs> angry, spill angry. Water on the table and walk angry, off. Angry birds, angry birds. But yeah, let me, I'm an angry. Like, I'm an angry bird. Wait a minute, but no, let me let me explain why I I liked Angry Birds, uh, for my top five, and it, it's not again. I don't think that any of the films that I've mentioned are great films at all, and and I wouldn't put my hand in a in a chopping block for them at all. Or really for any other reason either, but because um, yeah, that's stupid. Why would you do that? You know, <laughs> um, I like Angry Birds because it, it was impressive to me how out of this really inane app that you know the game is just like twenty seven thousand different levels of birds hitting stuff and trying to kill pigs. They made a story. I was like, okay, this is interesting. And then they had characters that actually had some depth to them, which to me was the most fun part of that movie. Was it a great film? Not, not even close, no. Is it something that I would go out of my way to watch films, uh, to watch this particular film in a theater? Absolutely not. I watched it in an airplane because I, had, I was on a... I was, we were on our way to Italy when I watched it, dude. We were on our way to Italy, and I was super bored, and you know I don't sleep in airplanes, so I was like, let me see what's going on here, and Angry Birds, I'm like, I've never seen Angry Birds, and I watched Angry Birds, and that's, that's whatever, <laughs> that made the trip a lot easier, because that first trip was a nightmare, bro, <laughs> at least watching Angry Birds, I was like not thinking about all the hellacious turbulence that we went through, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh man. That's that's why I remember that. So it was something that I watched in a plan that I was like, if 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 you want to watch it with family or whatever, it's a nice movie to watch with your kids, if you have any, you know, or if you're just super bored. So that's why I put Angry Birds on me on my second of uh, top video game movies. All right, um, nice that I won't leave right now. I'm still here. I wanted to, <laughs> but I, I'm not leave. Uh, <laughs> my second movie. Uh, should come to no surprise if anybody knows me of gaming and my love of games. My number two is Resident Evil, one of my nice. all-time favorite, nice. like horror franchise industries is Resident Evil. Uh, and so the movie, only the first one, and I'm gonna say this, only the first one uh, is on my number two. They did make about six or seven sequels to it, and yes, I've watched almost all of them, uh, and all of them are straight trash. But the Resident Evil, which is very slower and self-contained, has a lot of good suspense. It's really about a group of people who uh, go down to an underground lab and face zombies and have to try to escape. Very simple story. Uh, some good characters, some good acting. Michelle Rodriguez is in this again, the second time I got to name her for a video game movie. First is Blood Rain. She wasn't on, <laughs> not on my list. But this one she was actually was good in. Uh, this one's really good. So I, I Resident Evil, Paul S. Anderson, well, Paul W.S. Anderson, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Got to make sure to separate those initials. Uh, with such, This is such a good, suspenseful, scary, good action scene film. Uh, and the reason why they still made six or seven under after it, uh, 
after it. Uh, Resident Evil 2, I highly recommend and actually suggest. I think it has what you need to adapt a video game movie where it tackles the subject matter and the story, but it doesn't necessarily confide in what gamers do or changes around the mythos or anything so much. So it feels like kind of a side story in its own story. Uh, and at the same time, you have this horror mentality and good action that you get from the video game. Mm. So first Resident Evil is really amazing. It's something that I still watch to this day and always put at the top of my list is one of the best uh, video game movies ever, I really think. Nice. Um... Now I'm gonna ask you to tell me what your number one is. Before I get to my number one, I just want to get some honorable mentions. All right, before I get to my number. All right. One. Uh, so, so people probably see it from what I'm, I'm not putting here <laughs> in my list. Honorable mentions. All of these almost made my list, but for some reason or another, I didn't put them in because I thought something else on my list just. <laughs> I liked it better or I liked more. Right. So Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, <laughs> I really was about to put this on number five. I really, really love Jim Carrey and Sonic the Hedgehog. I actually really like Ben Schwartz as Sonic himself. The worst parts of Sonic the Hedgehog are the human parts. Uh, when Tails showed up in the after credit scene, I was ecstatic and I couldn't wait to see another one. And I'm really hoping they let Sonic, Tails, and Robotnik, the Jim Carrey character, breathe. Uh, I think if that happens, Sonic 2, which I'm going to see, may actually be on this list, depending on how good Sonic 2. It really was almost there. It was so hard for me to take it out. Right. Uh, Silent Hill, uh, kind of the same thing. The first Silent Hill movie, uh, I, Resident Evil overtook it for me. It's still a very good movie. Uh, it still has that same survival horrorness. I didn't like that Hollywood changed the main character from a, a man to a woman. Only, not because I don't like women, but only because they didn't believe that it was believable that a man would go through so much for his daughter, which I found in and of itself is weird and sexist. So it kind of gets knocked off. I got some Lara Croft Tomb Raider because I can't forget Angelina Jolene or Tomb Raider series. Uh, and it was really fun to watch with. Uh, but I think Street Fighter, if I take that nostalgia, it kind of took it over for me. Detective Pikachu. We talked a lot about Pokemon. A good film, but a little too childish for me. But again, that's why I said in the beginning, these aren't really made for me. Detective Pikachu wasn't made for me. It was made for kids. I still yeah. enjoyed it, liked it, but just not my top five. And if I had to pick between Rampage, which is a rock movie, or my, uh, my last honorable mention, Doom, which is also a rock movie, <laughs> I went with Rampage. But Doom is also on my honorable mention list. All of those I could have made it on the list. Right. Uh, but the, I just want to mention them. So if you didn't hear any of those movies in that one, it, it is because I didn't like them. But <laughs> my honorable mentions list, all these could have made it. I really think they're great movies. And if you're looking for more suggestions, any one of those you can watch too. Well, do you me, have any honorable I do have honorable mentions. I, I do have Rampage because I love the original game and, the, and, and, just, and just The Rock and The Monkey and The Bronco. Just um, it, it was just a winning combination. Um, I loved Doom. Uh, not enough to put it on my top five. <laughs> but, I mean, Doom, again, kind of ahead of its time. And it, it, it was when The Rock was becoming, you know, was coming into his own as, a, as, a, um, as an action star. The Tomb Raider series, because, I mean, Angelina Jolie was, Jolie was absolutely amazing in them. Um, mm -hmm. Love those. And, gosh, Jumanji, but Jumanji is not a real game, so. Nope. Not <laughs> no. based on a video game. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the, just those three, really, those, those three particular ones. Maybe Final Fantasy, because it's so long and it just seems like it drags on forever, kind of like the game itself. Um... <laughs> You go into the theater and then you come out with all this knowledge about Final Fantasy and you're like, wait a minute, was this what they were trying to get at? To get me Final Fantasy knowledge so I could become a better player? Or is it just because the movie's dreadfully long? It's dreadfully long and dreadfully boring. As a JRPG fan, a Final Fantasy fan, yeah. uh, Final Fantasy, the crystals within, the spirits within. The spirit, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I mean... I, I do feel that they should take another crack at that. And, and just as a little special aside before we go on to our number one mentions, 
I feel that it is imperative that they make a Grand Theft Auto series of films based on the specific characters, like Tommy Versetti. So uh, they're just called Fast and Furious movies. Well, no, the one actually, the one for Tommy Versetti would be called Scarface. That would be called Scarface. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. But basically, Fast and Furious movies are Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, but but those movies are about family, <laughs> and they also have Michelle Rodriguez in them. So today's podcast is, today's podcast is dedicated to Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> it really is. All right, for my number one movie, it should come as no surprise because it's. Dun, 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 dun. Yep, that's right, everyone. My number one movie. No shock, no surprise. The whole reason we're talking about it this week is that new trailer dropped Mortal Kombat. The theme song to that movie slaps to this day. You listen to it, you love it. Christopher Lambert as Raiden, an old Asian god. Hilarious and funny. Yeah. Johnny Cage punching Goro in the nuts. Still holds up. The Scorpion fight, Sub-Zero, all of it. Even Sonya cracking necks. Oh, man, Mortal Kombat went there. It was great then. It's still great now, and I cannot wait to watch the new one on HBO Max. I am. I'm all in for it. All right, that's 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 good. That's a good call because that was a good one. Um, my number one uh, was actually one of your honorable mentions, and it would have to be Detective Pikachu. <laughs> and the reason for that is, first of all, I'm not a I'm not a huge Pokemon guy. Like when I was when I was younger, I would buy the games like Pearl and Ruby and all these other games for my son, and he would play them, and I would sort of try to get into it, but I just never really did. Um, Detective Pikachu was kind of an interesting departure for the Pikachu character because of Ryan Reynolds, and I thought he did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. I, you know, again. Getting into the whole story of the Pokemons and there's no such thing, you know, that was not my thing. But for some reason I was drawn to the movie because it had a nice story about a father and a son learning to interact again and things like that. So I thought it was... About family. It's about family. It's about family. <laughs> now, I'm not aware if Michelle Rodriguez actually made a cameo in this film. But if she did, then we love you, Michelle Rodriguez. Thank you for making a cameo. She was she was the voice of um of the of of, of one of the uh, Charizards in the in the battle arena. That's it. Yeah, she was. <laughs> I don't know, man, though, because like Charizard not sound very like Michelle Rodriguez. Like you know, Michelle she got range, man. She does she have range. range. She does have range. You know, <laughs> she can do movies. About, I just want out about family. <laughs> I just want to see now trending on Twitter. Did you know Michelle Rodriguez was Charizard? <laughs> we should put that hashtag out there. Hashtag Michelle Rodriguez is Charizard. <laughs> see what happens. So for those of you listening, make sure you do that in your in your social media. Yes, this is the official campaign for Michelle Rodriguez as Charizard and the next that's all i want (laughs) that's that's awesome (laughs) sorry uh no it it was a really good story i i i I do get why detective pikachu is there so and i understand that's why it's in my honorable mentions and i know people will be mad at me for it (laughs) but i get it i get it we 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 understand we understand yeah no i i totally get it number one it was such a cute story between the son biracial couple which you don't see a lot either so you know i'm all for it that's good (laughs) uh so i i was all for it the 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 connectivity learning to overcome yourself which is a good movie i got way too many questions about how the pokemon world works in that movie but that's why i said it's not for me yeah that that was a little bit kind of like a little bit confusing it's like when you get into it, it's it's like a manufactured city. You're thinking you're like in Dubai for Pokemon, and I, it's, they're animals. They need habitats to live. Where do they live? They just can't live openly in a city. They need food, ranges. What they don't hunt each other? I got so many questions about. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> like they have a house. You know, you gotta 
you got the the Pokemon Arms, which is like a condominium complex where they live, and they got like their little apartments with I'm assuming little Pokeballs, <laughs> like a building made out of Pokeballs. Yeah, I could see that. And then then in their little Pokeball, they would have like a toilet and a kitchen and a bedroom with like a little Poke bed and a have, po- have Poke PlayStation. It? Wait a minute, that's Nintendo. No, a Poke Wii. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Have you seen Sonic the Hedgehog? I have not, but you know the funny thing is, I um, right as as Sonic the Hedgehog was getting ready to be released, um, two thousand twenty, okay. I went to I went to California, I took a trip to California, and I actually just out of curiosity did a Paramount tour, and they like still had a ton of promotional stuff around the studio. For um, for Sonic, you know, for Sonic the Hedgehog, and I was like, oh, this is this is kind of cool. This reminds me of my childhood because I love Sonic the Hedgehog as a game, man. This is my favorite characters. Uh, Sonic, yeah. I like I like Tails, but really, I think my favorite was Knuckles because Knuckles was dark and brooding and just kind oh, of man. angry. So yeah, oh, Knuckles was my favorite. Yeah. Knuckles was my favorite. But I, if you if you like Detective Pikachu and Detective Pikachu is your number one, I think you'll really like Sonic. I, I really do. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I, I was primed to hate Sonic, and I came out really liking Sonic. I didn't like the human characters of the stories. I love Sonic. I love Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik. Again, amazing. I can't talk about enough how amazing he was in it. I cannot wait to see a sequel with just him, Sonic, and Tails, and I'll be over the moon for nice. it. Uh, they're, they're so great. So I think if you like Detective Pikachu, you'll like Sonic the Hedgehog. Nice. I really do. Then I will, I'll definitely be sure to, to check it out, and then I'll give you a, I'll give you a shout next time we yeah. do the podcast. And I watched it. I'll be like, shout out to Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> So to so that's our top five to recap, and we'll just go. I'll do mine first, and we'll go go with Rick. My top five starting number five, Wing Commander. Number four, Street Fighter. Number three, Rampage. Number two, Resident Evil. And number one, the OG, the OG known as the greatest video game movie till probably this new movie comes out, Mortal Kombat. Well, here's my top five. My top five is as follows: number five, the greatest worst movie ever made of all time for video games super mario brothers number four the most overacted and kind of weird film that you'll ever see in your entire life is street fighter number three was a tie between two films sorry i'm trying to do my best casey case and for some reason it's turning out differently but go with me here um double dragon in addition to that's right another street fighter movie Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. <laughs> number number two, Angry Birds. And number one, the greatest video game film of all time, said no one ever, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I think people agree with you. Uh, funny note, Casey Kasem, he voiced Shaggy, which Matthew Lillard, Lillard took over for him with his passing, yeah. and he's in my wing commander. See, it's all connected. It is Wait. all connected. It's like, I'm, I'm Casey Case. No, I, I can't imitate Casey Case. Man, he's, he's sadly passed on. Yes, yes. I want to do a yes, dedication. I got to meet him once as a kid in my backyard. Different story. Nothing bad. <laughs> Wait, you met Casey Kasem? Yeah. Oh, that's great, man. You should be in my backyard when I used to live in New York, and uh, he was there, so I just got to meet him. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know when I say that, people are like, huh? And I'm like, no, 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 no. They're just shooting a video, a big production thing. <laughs> so I just got to meet some famous people that were there. <laughs> Hello, Jonathan. I'm Casey Kasem. Zoinks! <laughs> so that's our top five. Uh, I, again, um, when after you listen to this, just go on Instagram, after Pocket, wherever you are listening to it, YouTube, no matter where. Uh, find us on our Instagram, Twitter, anything else. Respond back to us. Tell us what your top five are, which you liked. If you agree with us, disagree with us. If you disagreed with me, you're wrong. If you agreed with Rick, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> no, if you disagreed with me, you're wrong. If you agreed with Jonathan, you're more wrong. Um, <laughs> also, to let you guys know, we are uh, all our uh, episodes can also be found on iTunes. We mm-hmm. are, are. Hey, Brendan. What? 
Could you please explain the whole RSS thing so that everybody understands where else they can find us, Mr. Producer? Stay off Wherever the camera! <laughs> Wherever no, he needs to do his job as a producer. You need to, man, you need to do your job as a producer or I'm going to get up from this chair and so help me. Don't worry, everyone out there. Our producer will Hadouken him back to his seat. <laughs> he will Hadouken. No, but yeah, you can actually find us where, find us where, uh, ow, where, where um, podcasts are found, but we are on iTunes as well. And we will be launching the YouTube channel very soon so you can see all of all this. And Jonathan, Jonathan has like a ton of costumes. Yeah, ton of costumes yeah, and swords. I, I always try to wear something that's uh, agreeable to what we're talking about for the week. Uh, next week, we're going to have a special guest with us. Um, so I uh, can't wait for that. So you'll see and hear more than our two lovely faces and voices. Exactly. Uh, so I can't wait for that. So tune in next week. We got uh, a little bit of history, some guests with you. I think you'll really enjoy it. So like, share, subscribe, like always. Comment on your favorite video game movies. And we'll see you next week. So goodbye. Have a great week from Cinemagic. Hadouken. Hadouken. Choken. <laughs>